Coming up tonight on another episode of the International Big Footy Podcast, we talk to Justin Davies, the coach of the men's team from New Zealand, the Hawks, about their preparations, their expectations and their goals for the International Cup. All that and more, coming right up. talking this morning to Mr. Justin Davies, the coach of the New Zealand uh, team for the International Cup. Uh, good morning, Justin. Morning, Justin. How are you? It's cold here, mate. It is freezing. <laughs> I've got uh, oh. I've got the fire on and the hot chocolate going. Yeah, we're uh, well and truly in the winter here in New Zealand as well. I think we're uh, expecting snow in Canterbury today down to 300 metres, so um, oh, I'd see some white stuff on the ground as well. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't snow here in Adelaide very much, so um, I guess I'm fortunate in that regard. Um, unless you like snow, of course. I guess um, the internet. I mean, I talked to uh, Alex, I think, earlier in the year uh, about about football in New Zealand and how it's going. Um, since then, of course, you've uh, you've got the international cup coming up in August next month. Um, yes. How, how are your preparations going for that? Uh, good, thank you. Yeah, we've uh, just named our touring party of 28, so that's been a, a selection process that started about December last year. We had a um, uh, national provincial championship, we call it, where the different provinces play against one another. Uh, from that, we selected a, a broader squad that then um, uh, resulted in some players playing in January. Uh, against the Australian Institute of Sport. And then on Anzac Day, uh, we had uh, a two-game series against uh, the South Pacific. So the New Zealand team took on the South Pacific. Uh, we used – we had a number of New Zealand players in the South Pacific team as well. So we used that uh, two-game series as a, a further selection trial for, for the International Cup. So we came away from Anzac Day with a more refined squad. And uh, just last week, we'll find that further again. Okay, so a, a lot of teams are using Australian-based players um, this year. How many, how many Australian-based players are you guys using? Uh, I think we've got about five that uh, started playing here in New Zealand and have since gone over to Australia to, to play more football and uh, uh, get a bit of overseas experience, which is, which is uh, good. Okay. You said you, you had a squad of 28. Um, how, how many staff go along with that? Uh, we will have um, a coaching staff of two, um, uh, two team managers that will uh, double as runners and, and uh, strength and conditioning advisors and a physiotherapist. Okay. Um, with... Uh, <coughs> sorry. Uh, the women couldn't put together a team, apparently, in the end? Yeah, women's football is probably in its infancy here in New Zealand. Uh, we did have a New Zealand women's team play an Australian team earlier this year. Um, 
but we couldn't get uh, the momentum behind that initiative to, to, to progress to, to the International Cup this time round. That's something we're looking to develop and, and I would hope the next uh, International Cup will have a, a presence there. Okay. Um, other than the New Zealand side, do you coach uh, any other provincial sides or anything like that? I'm involved, so I'm based down in Canterbury, which is in the South Island of New Zealand. Uh, I coach one of the local teams there, the, the, the Blues, we're called. Um, uh, it's a good name, I like it. Yeah, that's true, right? <laughs> a Blues fan. Um, so, no, that's my uh, that's my other coaching involvement. Okay. How, how long have you been coaching the New Zealand side for? Uh, I got involved in the, as an assistant coach in the 2008 International Cup. Uh, and then took over the following year in 2009. So that's probably it's five years now that uh, been in this role. Okay. Um, you coached in Australia briefly, I believe, or you were part of a coaching team in Australia? Uh, that's right. So I was uh, born and bred in Melbourne. Um, uh, took on some assistant coaching roles while I was still playing at uh, a local football level there, which I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed, and uh, a good grounding for where I find myself now. I, if I remember right, it was Frankston YCW? That's right, yes, correct. I, I, I played uh, I played in the Southern Football League over there for a oh, little right. while, uh, against Frankston YCW occasionally. I see. Who, who were you with? Uh, Cannonook and uh, Frankston East. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a small world. Fond memories. Frankston's way too small for everyone. Anyway, (laughs) back back to the international stuff. Um, Do you have any... I I was talking to the United States coaches yesterday, um, both the men's and women's coaches, and talking to uh, Matt Bishop, he was saying that he had some issues with the number of Australians that are playing for uh, international sides at the moment, like the number of Australian base players that are playing for some of the international sides at the moment, and that apparently they're going to raise that as an issue... Uh, at one of the forums in Melbourne. Uh, do, do you guys have an issue with the number of Australian-based players featuring at the moment? It is a, it is a tough one. Um, as I said, we've got a handful of players that I guess fall into that category. Um, they've learnt the game here in, in New Zealand. They've, they've liked what they've experienced and, and looked to develop themselves further by, by going to Australia under their own steam and uh, seeing where their football takes them. So it's... It's difficult to penalise people or players that um, are looking to better themselves. Uh, I guess we've got a fairly close relationship with Australia given the geographic proximity and I can understand from a USA perspective that uh, they don't enjoy that uh, uh, geographic relevance which um, uh, I can understand could be an issue. Who who do you see as your... uh, I mean, you guys have won the International Cup, I think, haven't you? We did in uh, 2005, I think it was. And you guys are generally considered to be part of the, the big three teams at the International Cup, along with Papua New Guinea and Ireland. Um, how do you rate yourselves this year going in? Uh, it's, a, it's a difficult tournament to, to gauge because you don't know a lot about the opposition. Uh, we played uh, the USA, for example, in a third, fourth playoff in the last International Cup, and that was a really closely fought game. Um, uh, and given the um, focus that's been on the USA of late with some of the uh, AFL clubs, professional clubs looking to pick up players out of the US, I, I can only imagine that the game has grown 
there since the last international cups, so you would expect that the USA would be stronger as a result. Um, Great Britain always thereabouts, and you know, the other two, the big three, you're talking about Ireland and uh, Papua New Guinea, uh, are always strong and, and have a good base of players in Australia that uh, adds to that strength. Um, but you just don't know, for example, China, um, just given the, the population of China and uh, some of the efforts that have been expended by the AFL to develop the game in China, you would expect that they would uh, have gone through a significant uh, level of improvement since the last International Cup. So it's extremely difficult to get a, a form line on exactly where you are as, as a team we're just focusing on what we can control. Um, we think we're going to be well prepared. Um, we've got a good mix of experience and, and youth in our, our team. So we'll we'll focus on what we can control and uh, hopefully that will be enough. What, what are your goals at the International Cup? Sorry, Jason, I just missed that. What are your goals at the International Cup? Uh, our goal is to win. Um, uh, make, make no bones about that. We've been thereabouts since uh, 2005. It would be good to um, uh, have some success further to what we've experienced in the last two campaigns. So that's that's certainly our goal. Okay. Um, I think that's... Pr- just let me consult your fixture. Uh, from from what I can see, you've got Sweden first up. Ah, uh, yes, correct. You, have you have you faced them before? Yeah. Um, don't think so. No, uh, I do recall in the last international cup, Sweden had a an extremely tall ruckman. Uh, would have been two hundred and fifteen, two hundred twenty centimetres tall. I don't know if I had it, I guess so. Um, be an interesting challenge to come up against someone of that stature. So, uh, now, round, and in round two, you've got China there, which you talked about earlier. But in round three, you've got uh, the US, I believe. Yes, that's right. So, um, yeah, based on our third, fourth playoffs, the last international cup, I expect that to be a, a very closely fought uh, contest that uh, we'll be looking forward to. That, that does appear to be, I mean, based on what we know of the teams so far, that does appear to be your uh, biggest match, that last one. Right. Um, okay. you, you don't face Canada in the play, in the in the pool games. Um, you don't play Finland. But yeah, Canada would. I know the I know the women's team. I think apparently has to play Canada at some point. Right. <laughs> because they're bring, right. the Canadians and the Americans are bringing two women's teams each. Oh, right. <laughs> so they may have to play themselves. Uh, yeah, that'll, uh, that'll make for an interesting tussle. Yeah. 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 Bit of rivalry across the borders there. Because apparently they have the same coaches and everything. <laughs> so it's, oh, right. It's, <laughs> make for an interesting halftime address. Uh, yeah, just one big pile. Apparently they bring touring parties of like 100 people and stuff over. It's mad. Um, Fantastic. Just... Uh, before, uh, I, I mean, I don't have any other questions pertaining to the international team, but um, new uh, AFL in New Zealand, uh, they played obviously a second game this year in Wellington. How, how did how did you see that going? Um, I think it's a great initiative. I think uh, from an AFL New Zealand point of view, we're very supportive of what St Kilda's endeavouring to do. Um, there was some publicity around crowd numbers being down but really I think when you look at it the, the timing of the fixture to be in school holidays in Wellington 
which is uh, generally people leave Wellington school holiday time, so it was always going to be a struggle. Um, but compared to some of the other fixtures that have been in the AFL uh, in more recent weeks, uh, that crowd number actually holds up quite well. Um, I know St Kilda have made a longer-term commitment to AFL in New Zealand, and we're you know, really appreciative of that. It helps uh, add credibility to the game in New Zealand, and we think that's important from a, a development pathway point of view that people see it as an alternative sport that can take them somewhere. Uh, we're certainly seeing that with um, uh, young players that have perhaps crossed over from the more traditional football coach here in New Zealand and rugby and soccer, that they uh, have tried the sport and, and like the product. Um, so to have the credibility enhanced by having St Kilda and the AFL here is uh, on an annual basis is, is fantastic. Excellent. Well, I, I don't have any other questions pertaining to, uh, well, anything really. Did you have anything you wanted to add or... Uh, I, I think just to, in summing up, I think the International Cup's a tremendous football experience for all involved. So it's, uh, it's great that the, the number of teams is, is coming again. I think the AFL do a tremendous job in hosting the event. Um, and I know our guys are very excited to be part of it. So we're very much looking forward to all this coming around, which will be here soon enough and uh, having opportunity to display our wares. So you guys, uh, the, the, the competition starts on August the 9th. Are you coming in early or are you just coming in the day before? Or? Uh, we arrive on the 6th. So uh, a couple of days to get our bearings. It'll be the first time our squad will have been together since uh, April. So it'll be good to have a couple of days together ahead of the, the first game. Okay. Um, you guys went pretty well against uh, the the Indigenous side that went over there in April, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Uh, yeah, we've had a couple of uh, good showings of late. Um, probably the most pleasing one was against the Australian Institute of Sport, uh, their second-tier team in January. That's what the uh, I think we went down by a couple of points in a fairly low-scoring affair. Um, we've steadily approved against that opposition. We've played that, that team three years in a row now. And, um, getting better all the time. So that's that's a good benchmark for us, for us to see where we're at. And, uh, uh, the day will arrive at some point when we do manage to beat an Australian team. Uh, I'm not sure when that'll be, but it's not too far away. Excellent. And uh, we, we, I mean, as an Australian, I mean, I hope it never happens, but as a, <laughs> as a football supporter, I, I hope it does at some point that you guys can at least um, beat a senior Australian side with your, with your full New Zealand side. What are your feelings about... Um, I was talking to Alex a couple of months back about the heritage idea that he had that they, they put up on the website where they had um, heritage players listed for New Zealand. Mm. And bearing in mind that the Rugby League World Cup seemed to be based very well on heritage players. How, how do you feel about that? I think it's a great initiative from the point of view that it adds... Uh, again, credibility and focus to AFL in New Zealand. Uh, there are a large number of New Zealanders residing in, in Australia um, to have uh, or draw draw awareness to the number of AFL professional players or AFL players that have New Zealand heritage in, in the sport currently. I think uh, lends weight to what we're endeavouring to do in New Zealand, which is to make AFL a New Zealand game, um, and. Uh, that 
team selection is just part of creating an awareness of the success that people with New Zealand heritage have had in the sport to date. There is a, just finally, there's a lot of criticism around it being the, called the Australian game, like, as in being called AFL, which is obviously Australian football. Um, do you think that detracts from New Zealand people taking part in it? Um, I think it probably does initially. Um, people giving it a cursory glance might uh, walk at it as a result of just that. Um, however, uh, those that do try the product like the product, um, I recall uh, a player coming to one of our local training sessions and, and giving it a go. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. He said, in rugby, I'm a blindside flanker. I rarely get to touch the ball. I um, push a lot in scrums and I tap a guy in the back when he scores a try. But uh, here in AFL, you, you're telling me I can kick it, I can catch it, I can run whatever direction I like, I can, I can get involved in the game. Uh, and, you know, that's typical of the experience that players that try the product uh, enjoy. I guess to be successful in New Zealand, we need to appeal to more than just players. Though. We need to appeal to the supporters as well. And I guess that's what St Kilda's endeavouring to do. Um, and that's where uh, Australian, Australian rules football, the name, uh, could be a, a barrier. Not sure how big a barrier, but I, I think it probably is a barrier of some, some size. Okay. I've been talking to Justin Davies, the coach of the New Zealand uh, Australian football side that will be participating at the International Cup from August the 9th in Melbourne. Thank you very much, Justin. Thanks, Jason.